You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contact's code names are Luke. Everyone asks, like, who's the best character actor? He never comes to mind. Every single time I see him on screen, he is insanely watchable. I just want him on screen all the fucking time. Matt. He's like, oh, it says uh, your mother lived across the street from me in Detroit uh, back in the day. And you want me to wish her a happy Chanuka. And he's like, I, I don't even know what Chanuka is, but I hope you have a happy one. Bye. And after that, there was no religion at all. And it was great. It was really nice to grow up without any religion. In yeah. fact, I should be more grateful for that. I really should. And Scott. I have nothing but disdain for organized religion. When two people agree on something, I get really leery of it. All right, welcome into the Is It Safe podcast. We are in a safe zone here on a very fascinating uh, Wednesday, one that some people are calling historic. Others uh, maybe are trying to avoid it altogether. That might be myself. I'm Michael Govier, uh, joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Scott, Luke, and Matt. Guys, uh, there's no way to avoid it, and I don't know how we want to approach it, but there's a lot of hubbubaloo going on today. Uh, Trump and his supporters and all this stuff. Uh, where are we? How do we approach this? Uh, we don't want to be like the mass media and make this worse, but we don't want to dismiss it. So where do we come out on this? Uh, what do you guys think? What do we, what do, we do here? Well, it's, it, you know, we're on the heels of a pretty crazy night in politics to begin with. Pretty narrow, you know, victory for Democrats in Georgia for the first time. And I don't know, since... Probably the Clinton era is the last time there was a Democratic mm-hmm. senator from Georgia. And, uh, you know, maybe the I think the first black Democrat from the South ever, ever. Yeah. The youngest, the youngest senator <laughs> in the last four decades. Yeah. He's younger than I am, which is kind of funny. Wait, crazy. Warnock is? <laughs> no, John, John Awesome. Oh, I thought you were talking about a uh, black Democrat. Oh, yeah. oh, Warnock is the first black Democrat uh, ever. Are you in the South? Really? Yeah, well, you know, the Reconstruction Reconstruction senators were Republican. Uh, yeah. Republican yeah. Party, the party of Lincoln. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, well, yes, but back yes, when the. Yes, yes, and, and, <laughs> and there's actually, there's like, I think, what? <laughs> Uh, uh, the guy from uh, press the wrong button. The guy from South Carolina, what the junior senator from South Carolina and Kennedy from Louisiana are both black Republicans senators. But there's mm-hmm. not a black Democrat. So Warnock's the first black Democrat. The hell, that it just strikes me as so. It's so off from what I would have. I, I just that just seems crazy to me. But wait, wait, yeah. is it a done deal though? Is the Senate the Democrats? They've been called uh, by, Warnock by media called, for sure. No, Ossoff, Ossoff has not Ossoff, been called by. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, it, perfect. This is a little more. This is closer, but yeah. Well, then we can say it officially. Bifolation. See you later, Republicans. <laughs> You're fucking out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Loeffler can go live in her uh, three billion square foot house. Uh, her, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you guys are missing something. We're, we're missing. We're missing. Silvers. Missing a key point, though. It, it's only true. If you believe it. Well, oh, my God. So, yeah. 
we got to the point. <laughs> so yeah, you know, this morning it, it, I was in. I was believing that the, the Democrats are going to have control of the Senate. You know, Kamala Harris casting a tie-breaking vote. Uh, Mitch McConnell no longer the Senate Majority Leader. That's a good day. That's a good day. Wait, who becomes Majority Leader now? Schumer. 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 Yeah, and you know, Matt, because want... of the vice president, that's because of the vice president's uh, party affiliation. Yeah. Yes, yes, wow, yes, hey. yes, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so the... Look, I want to ask you about that though, Matt, because yesterday I found myself being like torn between actually being because I've waited forever for McConnell to no longer be in control of the Senate, but I don't know. I didn't feel as good as I thought I would feel. It still feels like he can just fuck shit up somehow because he's still alive and he's still involved. They, um, I was disappointed so, in, my, in the way I felt. I thought it'd be much more like I thought the Senate was an impossibility, and I thought it'd be really adulated and jacked, and I wasn't. I, yeah, I guess I'm not. What, the things that I'm excited about is like some basic things that need to happen are going to pass now. You know, just some like like uh, COVID relief. Like people are going to get more money now, hmm. and that's a good thing. Um, like uh, climate regul, you know. Senate confirmation of appointees, um, they're actually going to be more liberal now, you know? And we, so now we get to a point uh, <laughs> where we, I, I was kind of excited about, you know, the outlook. Uh, obviously, the, you know, it's still a divided, you know, closely divided Senate, and there's not a lot of room for uh, big sweeping legislation, probably, but you know, some, <laughs> some, some positive things are going to happen. But then the Senate and well, both both houses of Congress convene at whatever time that was, one o'clock p.m. Or, and before that, Trump's holding a rally, you know, inciting his base as he does, you know, inciting these people who came from around the country. I mean. I don't know how many of them were actually there. But, and people who... I, I read almost a thousand people, I think. A thousand people got onto the Capitol grounds or onto the steps or... I yeah. Which, like, that's not... You know, it's not... It's never as many as you think. Like, that. that's, you know, there are more people at a Hey Mercedes concert. Like... <laughs> and, and, and those can turn into riots, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's you know, just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> oh yeah, we need we need more Lebowski drops. <laughs> a riot at a Hey Mercedes concert It'd be like a slap boxing. I don't know. Lots of broken plastic glasses. Would... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. Some sweatbands okay. dislodged. Oh no! Yeah, but the, but the point being is that it—it's never as many people as it as it appears, you know. Especially when you're watching uh, the news all day long. Uh, so I think there was like a thousand people that turned out, and what, like maybe a hundred uh, busted into the Capitol building. I mean, did you see uh, the first things they were doing? The first thing they did was walk in a single file line. Uh, oh, down, down the uh, down the like, you know, the tour. Whatever. Well, I don't know what you call that yeah, shit. It was the Hall of Statues. Uh, yeah, in but the, they. The rotunda. I didn't see any scatter. Like I didn't see any, uh, you know, video of them scattering and running. They were they were like kind of walking in single file line as if they were on a tour. I'm just saying, just say these. This is not a smart group. And then, uh, 
And then when they got into the chamber, they were like sitting in the sitting in the the big chairs up at top, you know, the speaker of the house and all that. And they were like spinning around in circles. Like it's just a strange impulse, you know, to take over a landmark like that and then to I don't Did know. They really do that though? Sit in the boss's chair and kick your feet up. Yes, there there's tons of photos out there of the uh the people that stormed the castle just kind of like sitting in the the chairs in the in the, in the chamber of Com- or, um in the, the chamber and just yeah oh when you put it in context of it's just it's weird i don't know like what a coup could look like it's actually it was actually pretty pathetic yeah but <laughs> it still was the images were stark they were shocking they you know, they're kind of humbling. You think as Americans, we think that this kind of shit happens in alien corners of the globe. And we look at it and we, that's when, you know, those are the times when I actually think to myself, all right, like living in the U S isn't all that bad, is it? And then this happens today. And that, that gap between, you know, what happens in those places and what happens in our country severely shrinks. And that, that was kind of, that was humbling. It was upsetting. I mean, I was, like I said, I, I just so happened to take a walk at two o'clock until like four thirty. I was just gone for two and a half hours walking in the park, got a bunch of text messages. It just happened to be like two and a half hours that I didn't look at my phone. And, you know, I have people texting me, this is fucked. Are you watching this? I can't believe this. And without any context, I didn't even say exactly what was happening. I'm like, okay, well, this is the rally. Like, this is obviously whatever's going on in Capitol Hill. Like, jog back home and then just had a super visceral visceral reaction. That's when I was texting you guys, like, Hmm. I want to see someone defend this. I I can't fucking believe what's happening immediately cracked a beer and, you know, being sad and pissed off at the same time is like a pretty horrible combination. Cause the whole world gone crazy. A look in a uh, live so inside like, my brain. Yeah. The funny thing about that though, is Walter Sobchak is the proto Trump. <laughs> He's oh, there. Yeah. He's there. Oh, hell yeah. yeah he is. He's got the don't tread on me flag. Yeah, he's Possibly the guy. The that, white he's the guy that flag. goes through the window. He's the first fist through the window. Yeah, it used to be that the Jews were solidly in the Democrats' corner, and that's changed too, actually. Because you know, in the movie, he's hardcore Schobers. Schobers yeah. Savage, you know, and he, like, he yeah, adopts yeah. it. Yeah, he yeah, adopts yeah, he the adopts, uh, religion. Yeah. But I actually think of that part too. You're into right. It. <laughs> if you took the Jew it. part he's out of it, Jew. right? Yeah, exactly. If you took the Jew part out of it, he absolutely one hundred percent fits that prototypical dude who had been there but even with the jewish part it's changed too that's one of the things that trump fucked every he changed things because he got all these israelis on his side by relocating embassies and the capital mm-hmm. and and now there's a massive split within the jewish realm there used to be it just used to be a very heavy left and now the jewish political world is changing too and that's what i think about when you say that actually so so mm-hmm. walter subject fun trivia fact question what was his business when the dude picks him up. Oh, 
shit. Uh, it's like uh, oh, I, I think he's a security. I think he he's in uh, security and, and surveillance shit. Private security. <laughs> private <laughs> yeah. security. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so fitting. <laughs> perfect. Fucking perfect. I ran out of the strip mall. God, he's he's one of the most uh, just fully conceived characters of all time. It, it doesn't even have to be that complex. It's just like. It's so perfect. Smokey, this is not How many this characters? Is there are rules. Yeah. He yeah, could be very calm, but then, yeah, he loses it. So. Uh, phenomenal. Yeah. He's a monster. It was, um, it was a bad day. It got, got bad, man. I just, the, there was no, there was nothing done to stop these people from advancing on the Capitol. Right. So is that like white privilege callouts? Are those legit today? I, I don't th- I don't think so. I mean, I, there is a, there's the undeniable fact that this group is all almost exclusively white people. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a very specific. I think there was like two people that weren't. No argument there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they probably you know. And here's the other thing that we need to recognize. I think law enforcement is probably more sympathetic to them than they are to the politics of the other protesters. Yeah. Race sure. even race aside, but. I think honestly, it's because Trump, you know, the Capitol is a federal <laughs> zone, and Trump probably had the National Guard standing down. They were not able to mobilize them. Whereas when they had the Black Lives Matter stunt, where he the church you know, went to the church, yeah, they were mobilized. Oh yeah, that was. If you compare those two actions, then it looks pretty bad. I don't give a I don't, I don't give a shit about the about the Bible, but he didn't even have the decency to hold the Bible up the right way. <laughs> didn't he hold it up like? Didn't he hold it up upside down or something? Yeah, he held it's it probably very strangely. It's kind it's of like when he drank water with two hands. I think it was a. I think it was just a, he he was messaging the cue. You know, that's probably what it was. That yeah. reminds me of Hans in uh, the Burbs when he drinks out of his cup with two hands. That's funny. Sorry. Side note. But yeah, it's it's just absolutely terrible. You know, a woman died. A woman was shot and killed. I know. She yeah. was in the fucking capital. I mean, wait, was she? Do you have any details on this? Because I, I think she was. Uh, yeah, she, I think she was a protester. Yeah, she was a Whatever, protester. Yeah. So then, who shot An insurgent. her? Insurgent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 law infor- they said law yeah. enforcement. That was what I read in one of the quick headlines. Law enforcement shot the woman. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Okay. She probably kept moving towards guards after many warnings not to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no shit. But th- Luke, to your point about video, you should check out some of the other videos because, like, I think that was after they were just kind of they had already gotten in, but they bum rushed, you know, to get into the rotunda. Uh, there's a video of like a, a line of like 15 guards who are not riot police. They're just, you know, regular, uh, uh, yeah, Andy just Griffith like... type, or not Andy Griffith. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, the kind of guard you want to run into. Actually, Andy Griffith, a, a face in the crowd is the most relevant movie to the Trump era of any movie ever made. <laughs> Ilya Kazan's a face in the crowd. Andy Griffith as lonesome Rhodes the uh, demagogue country singer who rises to national prominence. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, 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 Please, God, no. It's a, it's a, it's an awesome movie. But uh, all that aside, they were, there's another video of a guy, like, 
going after a single police officer. He's like trying to like stand up to him with a baton stick, and this guy keeps it coming up on him really hard. And this officer probably could have pulled out his gun and killed this guy if he wanted yep. to, which would have spoke sparked utter pandemonium. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That might be. I don't know. That seems a bit much. A little bit excessive violence there. Yeah. But I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. This is why I advocate for tranquilizer darts. Absolutely. Dude, that... some people don't go down, though. Like, you hear about these people who get Gotta have a lot of tranks, man. Yeah, like, like the John Goodmans of the world. Probably, you have a, probably won't take them down. <laughs> hey, didn't John Goodman lose a lot of weight? He kind of, you know, isn't he thinner? Yeah, uh, yeah know, he might be a one-trank guy. <laughs> he, might be a hu- he might be a human trank, not a horse trank guy. <laughs> no, but it, it but it's interesting. It's a morbid thought, but I I couldn't help but as the thousand and one thoughts and feelings race through me this afternoon, thinking I'm just I'm surprised that people aren't just getting uh gassed and shot and stepped on and i'm i'm just surprised that people can beat out a window in the in the capitol building with a police shield with a riot with riot gear and just get in and start kicking their feet up on pelosi's desk and we're <laughs> and we're just and it's just like they were in there for hours yeah i'm like you know Someone needs to go up to this dude and grab him by the throat and and slam his face against the wall and throw him out the window. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? More kindness. <laughs> I'll, be here. Yeah. I'll be fuck here all him. night. <laughs> no, look, I actually see this as, to me, this is just a physical example of what happens to a lot of us every day. The country does, the politicians do to us with their policies. This is just a physical manifestation of it, in my opinion. That's how, I know it sounds strange, but I see it that way. I don't agree with it, but to me, it didn't shock me because I was already been desensitized by all the policies and the decisions that have been dumped upon me in most of my life. So I just see this as a physical representation of it. Like, oh, here it is. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just I mean, not. If this was done in an action that was written on paper and like a policy, and there was no violence or anything, but it absolutely like took money away from you, or it limited your rights, or your privacy, et cetera, et cetera, it just, it just doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing surprises me. Me, I'm just saying for me personally. I think this country is out the window. It's out the door. This is just another day to me because I see this country for what it is now. I don't see it in some high ideal, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm not even that cynical either. I'm really not. I just know what I've seen already. Yeah, we're we're falling apart in slow mo <laughs> like in in slow motion. We are just <sighs> sliding into the ocean. But some days it's more it's more obvious than others. If mm-hmm. there's one if there's one thing I took from it that was maybe positive, and we can debate this, but it I think I there's knowing something or thinking something and then there's internalizing it. I think I internalized today on January 6th, the year of our Lord, 2021, that there are like kind of three ish parties now. I mean, I sort of as a as a Democrat, as a left, as a lefty, I kind of like that it feels and looks and seems and smells like 
the Republican Party is like fucking fractured as shit. <laughs> Good. And you know what? Please Good. clap. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, hey. We need a please clap drop. That was the worst. We need a please clap I felt, drop. I felt bad for him. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to think it was Drew and Mike drops every time I try to take a drop. <laughs> I know. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to not rip off their show verbatim, but yeah. yeah. I take. No, I mean, I don't know. I'll speak for myself. I take joy in seeing the Republican Party in complete fucking disarray. Because what's what happened today? That's those aren't. That's not republic. That's not a Republican. That's not a Republicanism. That's that's that's, that's Trumpism. It's Trumpism. It's 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 a uh, it's uh, like may as well be a uh, the Loch Ness monster. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's but here's what worries me about it though, because. You know, how many Nazis were a part of the Beer Hall Putsch? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that many people. <clears throat> like, the, it doesn't take that many people to, to get to anarchy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that I think we're that close, but, man, this is like, this is the cornerstone of our republic, is the transfer of power, sanctity of the vote. And I know we haven't always lived up to ideals, and that, you know, we haven't valued the vote of all citizens equally through our whole history. But we have improved. And the ultimate irony of all of this is this election was probably the most secure, best-run election in the history of the United States. You know, it, let's just look at Michigan for an example. It was way easier to vote in Michigan than it's ever been. Um... There's no, there's absolutely zero indication of voter fraud in Michigan. You know, we're actually like enfranchising people better than we ever have in this country. I mean, look at Georgia the night before. A place that was the Confederacy, that was Jim Crow South, that, you know, Raphael Warnock said about his mom. And, it, you know, it, it, it's easy to kind of dismiss these things as like these political origin stories, but I was touched by it when he said, my mom, her hands picked someone else's cotton. And today she picked me to vote to be the United States Senator from Georgia. I mean, that's one lifetime. We had sharecropper tenant farmers mm -hmm. who couldn't fucking piss in the same bathroom as a white person or drink from the same drinking fountain or go to the same fucking school yeah and yeah, like, now, like in all of our parents age basically yeah yeah and honestly in our lifetimes think about all the changes i mean in michigan we had a constitutional ban on same-sex marriage in michigan in 2004 the voters approved that and now in the the law of the land in the united states is that same-sex marriage is we have marriage equality so i i mean it's just really sad to me that in this moment of progress we're here defending basic fucking rights um i was a little bit rant. i, I kind of lost track of where i was going with it but well i want to i want to <laughs> piggyback on i want to no all, all well said though i'll piggyback hey, on that good and, point and very well said I, I've been thinking of something for a while. It's, 
it kind of applies to everything. We, you know, we could go in a million different directions after this, but I want to say it just as it applies to what you said. People, you know, like what happened today on Capitol Hill and, you know, even us, like I'm sure I'll speak for myself. I wanted Bernie. We didn't we didn't get him. Yeah. Not even not even sure that he would have beat Trump anyway. That's another discussion. But this is something about human. This is something about human beings. Take the fucking loss. Take the L, motherfucker. Yeah. Like people need no, to. People need to take the loss. It it's one of the many reasons why I like sports because it's just for the most part it's like pretty fucking objective. Like. Yeah. I love I love my team and they fucking lost. So now I gotta go. I gotta go deal with it. I I can drink. I can go to bed. I can smoke a J. I can I can get all pissy about it. But at the end of the day, take the fucking L. And he, and we are increasingly getting to a point where we just can't do it. We can't gracefully lose. I'm testifying. This is this is uh, this is church right here. I like it. Well, you know, people don't want to hear that, though, Scott. What do you got shit in your ears? Like they just don't yeah. listen. <laughs> well, hold on, but, but they completely a, dismiss you, and that's what sucks about it. There's also there's also a difference, though, in you know identifying with the the winning team as it as it were the Republicans, Democrats, or something like that. You you, you don't when the uh, you know when the Tigers win or when the Tigers lose, it doesn't impact my day outside of me being upset. But when it comes to politics, so you know, you people who are are in need, or, or people who are at least aware of an unjust system, or people who empathize with everybody who is, you know, in dire straits because of the way this particular type of uh, you know capitalist government, you know, meets out meets out benefits just in general. Like there's, it's. There's something a lot more, uh, it's just a lot more material that that is not related at all to either one of the teams, you know, either one of the the, yeah. the parties and of themselves. I mean, it's like working people are going to suffer, and if they start to become aware of what's going on, that's, I mean, it, it spreads. You know, it's just I think really in the in the past we just haven't nobody you know, working class people in general just weren't able to even articulate a particular grievance they had. Trump did give them that, uh, you know, right wing working class people. Trump did articulate terrible things, but they were at least direct. And when you're, when you're saying all this, I'm the, the John Lennon lyric immediately comes to mind that, you know, a working class hero is something to be, but then the song ends with, but you're all fucking peasants as far as I can see, you know, like, oh. sure, oh. yeah, sure, sure. Well, yeah, look. certainly it's, it's a, it's obviously somewhat a fault of a false equivalency to like compare Michigan state Spartans basketball to, <laughs> to like democracy. Yeah. But, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's rioting yeah. involved in both. But I mean. it, it, yeah. No, but the, the <laughs> relation, the relation makes sense. It's just, uh, the, yeah. Then there's the, the, just the it's, additional it's, I mean, part it, of it, you know, is a, is, is a pitfall of democracy. The fact that half of us are really fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge I mean, pitfall. 
I should not be this stupid. You are fake news. <laughs> that's no, that's the truth. <laughs> I mean, it's the Carlin. It's it's you know, it's the Carlin. It's the Carlin bit of, you know, imagine the like most like imagine the average person and how stupid that person is, and then realize that half the people are stupider than that. And and uh, the funny thing is, is if you survey people about their intelligence and ask them if they're of above average intelligence. It's like eighty percent of people or something say they're above average intelligence. <laughs> I take the over on that. Actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm sure everybody. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's been a tough day for some, and we understand that. We respect you here on the Is It Safe podcast. Uh, Not everybody. Not everybody. No. <laughs> uh, but we want to talk about other things too. You know, uh, we wanted to get our thoughts out on that. If you have any comments, you can email us. Uh, is it safe? pod at gmail.com send us an email and we'll respond to you if you'd like um did we miss a point is there something about what happened today that hits you to your core and we didn't cover it we would love to hear that so send an email is it safe pod at pro uh, no is it safe pod at gmail.com god damn it got too many emails <laughs> anyways uh do you guys want to talk about um ageism or are we done with that shit <laughs> no, I mean, that was fucking ages ago. We were talking about that. <laughs> Our chair on talk. Hey, oh shit! Uh, we were talking about we were talking about watching Benjamin Button, and then I said, I think uh, I'll be accused of ageism. Wrong. That I don't know if I'm even remembering the text thread that well, well but I'm pretty we, sure that's basically it. Yeah, we, yes, we've been yes, kind of yes. musing about age in general from like we have, yeah. because that's true. You know, we were talking about the gerontocracy and, you know, Diane Feinstein being basically senile yeah. and, and not being the only senator, senator to be senile in office. I mean, it was funny. I was watching her specifically. She was like right behind Chuck Schumer before they shut Congress down, uh, you know, to deal with the insurgents. They, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer's running the, you know, making his leader comments, and there's Diane Feinstein behind him. And all I can think of is like, this woman has no idea what's going on. Yeah. I oh, God. Points. Oh, God. God. Have mercy on your soul. Yeah. She <laughs> needs to die. I mean, she needs to retire at the very least. She doesn't have to die. But she should probably resign at the very minimum. <laughs> no, she will die. Yeah. Uh, she, but she will eventually, but maybe not right away. Is, it, is she 87 or 97? 84, I think. 84. Yeah, 97. Geez. There's nobody 97 in, in government, right? Strom Thurmond was. Yeah. 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 And, and Robert Byrd. Uh, this is a time honored tradition yes. of being a congressional member. It really is. Like, particularly a senator. Uh, here in our own delegation, John Conyers yeah. was pretty, oh, yes. pretty old and loopy. Carl Levin was fucking here forever. <laughs> but, but Carl never, Carl retired. So I give. I'm going to give Carl credit because he was sharp until the end. Okay. Yes. I don't I really have a beef with Carl. Lemon. And, I, and, and here's the other reason I like Carl because he's, he's fucking lives in Detroit. He's the last Detroiter to be in the United States Senate. Huh? Oh, not well, actually Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is now a Senator and he was born. in. Detroit, oh, so. come on. Technicality. I mean, Hey, come on. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta look uh, more favorably on Mitt Romney today than you did a year ago. <laughs> or, yeah, maybe you don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe you actually don't. Uh, look, I, I disagree with Mitt Romney on many policies, most policies, but I don't mind the guy. 
even if you he can't remember news. how many how many homes he owns or how many cars is, he has. Yeah, uh, I don't wrong. Know. No, but man, <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you. It's it's nice to see a, a politician actually living in the in the uh, relative squalor that is that is our. Beautiful city. <laughs> he lives, Carl Levin lives in. Uh, I'm going to give out his address. He's hey. in thirteen hundred Lafayette, which is a big apartment building in Lafayette Park. But oh, uh, the t- the tower. Uh, not one oh. of the not one of the twin towers, but the the single that tower one... across the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that toaster, that uh, fucking yeah. modernist <laughs> yeah. toaster. Yeah, that modernist brutalist toaster for sure. Okay. Oh wow. He probably lives huh. in Florida half the time, but. You know. <laughs> well, you can, he's old, so you can see him at Buy My Tie. At Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he, now he's just a, now he's just a crazy old coot in the neighborhood. You know, he's not. That's but, the best way to go out, man. I wonder if he but goes yeah. to like eyes wide shut parties now. <laughs> yeah, at the at the at the Mies You're Man ruining it. apartment. That's we need some eyes wide shut drops, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fidelio. Yeah. We do need Fidelio, yeah. Or, or we need the girl going, wait. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or. <laughs> what is the password? <laughs> it's so dumb. I ruined that movie because every time that scene comes up and the, the chant and they're taking their clothes off bit by bit, I just start laughing. What about so what about dumb. hey hey hey? What team's this switch hitter playing for? <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of good ones. You're right. I forgot about a lot of those. That's Tom Cruise at his psychopathic best. Oh, uh, walking down the it street. Is. You know he's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good combo. Sydney Pollock, yeah, I like it. It's a good movie. Oh, it, I remember Pollock. how terrible oh, when it came out, people were like, Well, I was younger too. I you know, I was nineteen and I was like, What the fuck is this? And I was confused, but I've how learned fantastic is it Sydney is. Pollock in that movie. Yeah. Sydney Pollock's role is so he oh, it's a beautiful performance. Oh yeah. Was it a officially completed? Or did Kubrick die when it was only like 95% done? A lot of mystery there. Was that? Hold on. Uh, that's AI. No, 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 no. no. He no he's right. Shut. AI was much less completed, but he's right because Kubrick died right around that time. And there's so, so this he didn't is, finish. They didn't finish editing. Is that right? Is yeah. that right? Yes. So they had to carry on the editing. Yeah. Right. So that the point is valid. I, I watched the Kubrick oh, totally. doc a couple months yeah. ago and I was like, oh. well, what's it to say? You know, I mean, AI is a fucking it? joke. I don't consider AI a Kubrick movie at all. But is that a Spielberg movie, basically? No. Yeah, yes. totally. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, that has kind no, of like how... it has no fucking Kub- like Kubrick Kubrickian <laughs> elements at all. No, it's is a Spark Spielberg is a Kubrick film. movie. <laughs> yes, because like I, that's kind of got an American History X story to it, doesn't it? Like. Didn't uh, Douglas take it over or something? Oh boy! Yep. Oh, that's a good. Oh, that's a good question. But I think you're you. I think you're right. It's a yeah. good movie. He did. I, I think he fucking recut it so that just like Mel Gibson did with Braveheart. Well, he directed that though. But 
Literally, they take it and they cut it to like make himself look better. That's what they do. They just spin it to their own well. Hey, I'm gonna make this look sweet now, and I'm gonna be the main character. Mike, have you been practicing drops? Because they're you're doing a really good job. <laughs> no, I haven't had a chance like, really. How to talk with uh with like emojis? You're like figuring out how to respond. They're just beautifully deployed. I've listened to radio yeah, for 30 years. I guess it's just a part of me. So, it's but walk around like Radio Rahim with like a big ass <laughs> keyboard on your chest and you Radio just, Rahim. Yeah. Yeah, MF Doom died last week, by the way. Dude, so. yeah. Uh, Are you serious? Or did he MF, die no, in October? MF, MF been Doom died on Halloween, yeah. Yeah. We know what he died. No oh, shit, yet. really? Yes. We do know he's dead. That is guaranteed. He died uh, of death. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's only 49. Uh, yeah, Matt. I, I don't uh, know if they released a cause of death. I didn't see it. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it either. They, his family, his mom. I don't know. Someone, someone in his family announced it on New Year's Eve. Like, yep, MF Doom. He's been dead for sixty days. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. It's, it's yeah. It's it's wild. But I mean, in, in COVID, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, I mean, people have shit. You know, weird. No shit one. Happens. Yeah, no one's hearing from artists. He was pretty. You know, he was pretty reclusive. That was kind of yeah. He was a weird guy. Mm-hmm. He was. Um, I mean, he wore a metal helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wore a metal mask. Well, yeah, weird in the way that he deployed his art and and his. You know, there was just a lot of mystique around him. Yeah, which is um, kind of why he was cool because he was he was uh, he was different. He was definitely not. Yeah, that's that's less than point zero zero one percent of popular artists is that is that they enjoy that kind of personal anonymity it's it's very rare in 2021 now that you can can have that i guess that's true christy get down on your knees so sabrina can see your asshole That makes sense, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That relates very well to MF Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'm not like a huge MF Doom fan. I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend I was like, yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I did. Likewise. There's a song I loved with him and uh, Mr. Fantastic that's very important to me. So that song will always be special to me. I love that well, song. One thing's for sure is MF Doom will not be a part of the gerontocracy. <laughs> Um, Still. But yeah, you know, I, I do want to go back to. The- oh, here it is. Yeah, this is called Rap oh, Snitches. This is a good one. Fantastic. Mf Human, Mr. Fantastic. Pretty man. I thought it was interesting. He was born in London. He was born in London. Yeah, I read. I read an obituary. And, uh, born in London. That's kind of just interesting. It's got a good chorus. Yeah. Rap snitches are telling all their business. That's the problem. Yeah. And you get the whole label sent up for years. It's about basically rappers bragging about crimes they commit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah or, yeah, or going into court. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is the actual overall message. Well done. Anyways. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in power. However you like to say it. MF Doom. <laughs> Dead at 49 years old. That's we do dumb. know that to be a fact. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, I do want to go back to the aging topic, though, because 
I mean, it's relevant. Sure. Uh, We're all headed there. We are. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I freaked out last night. I was in bed. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to die soon. And it got like really scary. I got like really scared. I was all alone. And it was like two in the morning. It was really scary for a minute. I'm like, Dude, fuck, I'll be dead forever. Are you being sincere? Yeah. I'm not fucking around. Yeah, I was I, like, I, I get that way too, man. I'm like, eyes are wide open. I'm like, fuck, and it seems so real more that's, than it ever did. So. That's why I don't. That's why I don't smoke I weed. I don't smoke weed in times of distress because sometimes, <laughs> like, like Luke, I really appreciated your suggestion that I get yeah. high before we jump on the pod tonight. <laughs> but uh, sometimes that's a you know I can fall down a wormhole and get super existential. Every <laughs> once once out of every like twenty five times I get baked, I like really freak about mortality. I'm like, my fucking heart could explode right now. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it even beating right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm beating way too fast. And I and I'm always nope. like in my car. I'm like on I I'm like on I ninety six West when this thought is occurring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't even oh, have to be God. from Michigan to know that that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, 96, you know, it goes across the country. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 94. Okay. 94 yeah, goes uh, all the way up to Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, come on. It's a good distraction when you're thinking about dying. Come on. It- that is true. That is true. Thinking about how vast the road system is. That's why I need drops. Like, I need drops in oh. my daily life so I can just distract myself when I get a bad thought. Because I'll be like, Mike. oh, shit, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then this will come on. Well, you may run like maze, but you hit like shit. And then I'll laugh and I'll be happy again. So. I don't forget what I was thinking of. So. You got a lot of drops of... Uh- yeah, I've been working on it. Been working on it. Yeah. I fell down like a seven-day rabbit hole where I watched, <laughs> where I watched him pissing on the on Dorn's contract like a thousand times. <laughs> really? Just yeah, you man. just had to see it over and over again. I just need. I just yeah. I needed to. Sometimes you know. I come on. We've all been. We've all been there. We watch a, a YouTube video, whether it's four seconds or four hours, and we oh. critique every little nuance. Like Luke, remember that week uh, in my apartment when you were uh, you came back from New York? You were unemployed, and uh, <laughs> yeah, me, you and okay. me, you and Guile <laughs> were just in my apartment, and we were just yeah. Guile was playing these YouTube videos nonstop. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, too many dicks, too many dicks <laughs> oh on the God. dance floor. Too many dicks. Too many dicks. Yeah, that you, and did you, uh, say, uh, did you say Guile, like the guy from Street Fighter? Yeah, but it's spelled G A A L, not like that one. Gall, it's like Gall. So, yeah, Guile. so yeah, that was like just endless YouTube videos for like a week straight. Uh, too many dicks, uh, dick in a box. Uh, maybe another Concord's one that I forgot. But oh, it was, yeah, it was all, all. It was like Rhyme Noceros and the uh, <laughs> rap. Oh, uh, I'll be the racist dragon. I forgot about that one. That's a great I'll one. I'll be the racist dragon. You guys ever heard that one? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good one. That's amazing. <laughs> if you've never seen I'll be the racist dragon from Flight of the Concords, <laughs> I want to strongly recommend it. It's very funny. Uh, I got, man, I don't remember that. I, uh, oh, this reminds me of this little show business, but celebrity run-ins is a topic I want to discuss at some point. Oh, uh, but Flight of the Concords made me think of it because I met Jermaine once. You did? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you touch? Are you the, serious? The, did you touch the good. hem of his garment? Or, or yeah, well, I worked at the store in Ann Arbor, uh, like right up from the Michigan Theater, mm-hmm. and 
Sam's Sam's basic clothing. We'll give him a free plug here. Yeah, on, yeah. Uh, this podcast since nineteen forty six. I still got a flannel. Uh, I've been wearing that flannel for five years. Uh, I it's, never take it off in the fall. It's the greatest store in the world. Uh, yeah, go Sam's. But we'd we'd occasionally, you know, every time there was a show at the Michigan Theater, some people would come in. So like the people that I met or that that, uh, that uh, David Byrne came in once. Um, that one is surprisingly not surprising. It, yeah, that, it came in on a collapsible kind of bike. to me. <laughs> he rode a collapsible bike to the store. But uh, also, Billy Bragg. Billy Bragg, that was fucking cool. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You guys Billy Bragg guys? Like medium. It's funny. Actually, I, the, word, the words Billy Bragg passed through my lips today for the first time in like Three years, so Billy Bush having like psychic wavelengths. There's some cosmic cosmic shit going on. Yeah, for sure. We're drinking Kalamazoo stouts. What was your thing, Mike? Uh, Our weekend starts on Wednesday. Our weekend starts. Wait, 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 wait. So let me. (laughs) I want to talk about this more, but let me just play you guys the intro to this. So. In the marmalade forest, forest between the make-believe trees, in a cottage cheese cottage. Lives Albie, 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 the racist <laughs> dragon. Part six. <laughs> Jesus, that's some deep. That's some deep island humor, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good. It's a good one. Check that out if you've never seen that. But anyways, yes, go ahead. Who the fuck is Billy Bragg? By the way, should I know no, who that? Billy is? Bragg is like a socialist. He's like a Woody Guthrie of the Margaret Thatcher era in England. Oh, really? You know? hmm. Yeah. I've never heard of him. Uh, Luke, I'm surprised you're not like a Billy Bragg guy. It seems no, I'm, yeah, I'm not a Billy Bragg guy. Did, yeah, did a couple oh, did yeah. a couple of records with every white Gen Xer's favorite band, Wilco. <laughs> that's true. There it is. Wilco no, that's, but that, Boy, not that, mine. That's, uh, listen to the first couple Billy Braggs, you know, Between the Wars and uh, uh, Life's a Riot. But there, it basically, he's like a punk rocker folk guy who he huh. plays an electric guitar unaccompanied and writes songs about working class he paid he paid the, uh for for and uh, you know for us younger folk he paved miles of road for artists like uh king cruel if you've if you've ever messed with king cruel yeah uh, that's very king cruel is very uh bragging yeah. <laughs> snarly just the the that uh what's it just that the i, I don't know the the dialect <laughs> of of you know lund like lund Bra- bragg's definitely a cockney you got the brogue yeah cockney. The cockney. okay yeah okay um, well, i've never heard yeah, of him That's... super so but but jermaine also came in and my experience with jermaine was like hey you're jermaine and he's like hey mate <laughs> that was it. Wow. I once gave uh, Obi Trice a ride home when I was Uber. <laughs> cool. Shut up. Nice. I'm so dead serious. Fun. I'm not kidding. Is oh, he by still way, here's Billy Bragg, if you've never heard of him. With Wilco, as Scott yeah. mentioned. Is this his number one streaming song on Spotify? It is. This is called uh, California Stars. Yeah. With Billy and Wilco, and the next well, closest is one is really not even close. This is thirty-two million. Next closest one, nine million. 
What's the next closest one? Hobo's Lullaby. Oh, yeah. Don't know that do, one. Do a little, uh, uh, let me find a, let me see what Billy Bragg here. Way over yonder, when the roses bloom again, gentle be, gentle on my mind. I've never heard of Billy. I'm going to check this out later tonight. It's interesting. So. Weary hobo. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's doing he's doing Woody Guthrie here, you know. But, uh... Look, something off like talking with the tax man. Yeah, or... about poetry. <laughs> the milkman <laughs> of human kindness. Old school Billy Bragg, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Talking with the tax man is that a real thing? Oh, there it is. Yep, talking with the tax man about poetry. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Greetings to the new brunette. Yeah, this is this is. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that uh, English. Uh... I love Billy Bragg. He's, it fits into the David Byrne uh, mold of all my favorite singers couldn't sing. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Billy Bragg. Never heard of him. See, I learned something new on the show. That's always a good thing. That's what we do here on Is It Safe? We expose you to new names and faces and sounds. Ooh. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I gave Obi Trice a ride home once. That was weird. It was very uh, bizarre. <laughs> damn it, I didn't know it was him, by the way. <clears throat> Hold on, I told the, in Royal Oak, I, it was like 2000, I don't know, maybe 2010 Royal Oak. I saw Todd Jones at, at Andiamo. <laughs> Yeah, that was the closer. That was closer. The the Detroit Tigers closer. That was before he was like backsliding. And I told I like walked up to all I did was walk up to him because he was literally sitting at the table on the patio, basically (laughs) on the sidewalk in downtown Royal Oak. And I was just like some dumb shit like thanks for your service. Do you want to do you want to board the airplane before me, sir? <laughs> well, oh, you you may run like maze, but you hit like shit. That's what you should have told him. Yeah. Did he, did he tell you praise Christ, brother? Because he's like a big Christian. <laughs> you should have let him talk. You should have let him talk for a few minutes. Be like, Todd, it's so good to see you, man. And then just I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. <laughs> As there's a drive in a deep left field, by just cut him off. It will be a home run, <laughs> and so that'll make it a four nothing ball game. It'll be like, what the fuck just happened, Todd? I see you have a five cheese baked ziti there. Anyway, thanks for your forty. <laughs> so, so I gotta. This just reminds me that the Todd Jones to the Jose Valverde to the Joe Nathan era. Oh, what God. a roller coaster. Oh, I was, I was at the game where Joe Nathan the flipped Joe everybody Nathan? off. When he flipped everybody off, I was there. It was amazing. Was it Was it a bird or was, yeah. it, a, was no. it a chin? Was it chin? It was a bird. I swear. I was oh, there. Shit. I was right in front of me. I couldn't believe it. It was a Pittsburgh Pirates-Tigers game that me and uh, Ring went to, Luke. It was like around my birthday in 2014, I oh, think. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, oh, my God, here we are. Because our, buddy, our buddy Ring loves the Pirates. Huge Pirates fan. So we went to that game. and I couldn't believe I had the – it was one of the coolest things I got to see at a live baseball game. I swear it was a finger. I mean, I can double-check this, but – Almost positive. It. Almost positive it was a finger. Uh, I feel like I saw that blurred-out picture. Some of the most okay. memorable yeah. Tigers are closers. You had Zemaya, You had Valverde. You had Senior Rodney. Smoke. Yeah. Guillermo Hernandez, you know. Yeah, I called it August 14th, 2014. 
Joe Nathan apologizes for flipping off Detroit fans on Wednesday. That was <laughs> there. Really, you know, I, in I, that I, era. I want to try to. Sorry, Matt. I, I want to try to dig into my brain. Were they playing the Pirates? Oh shit! You're right. God damn it! You're right. He doesn't give the bird. Well done, Scott. I give you credit. They were, were playing. They? they were playing the Pirates. I'm they were definitely playing that. the Pirates, and God. he gives a double. Uh, and then he turns around with his glove to the other side and goes, "Ooh, uh, right," but no birds. That's no the birds. kind of worthless information that bothers me until it comes up in a time like this. No, I'm glad he got it right. I don't want to go around telling a lie. I'm glad that we have the truth. I always want the truth. Always, I believe in the truth. I don't ever want to be like Trump. You know, I don't. The dream, the truth is elastic, baby. <laughs> Yep. You are kind fake of news. Kind of like uh, <laughs> Joe Nathan's will. <laughs> but that, you know, that night I gave Obi Trice a ride home was weird because I don't know. Oh, what yeah. He, I don't know what he looked like or who he was. I knew who I, he was. I, I, I knew the name. I would not be able to point out uh, Obi Trice. I know. No. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. There's no fucking way. I so, had barely heard his name. His name's so weird. It sounds so unique. So I knew who Obi Trice was because of Eminem and shit. But. Pff. I picked him up. It was like two thirty in the morning on a, like a Sunday or Monday night, and we stopped well, at a gas. Why did you pick him up? He was heading home. He uh, he had been hanging out somewhere, somewhere in the Detroit area, and he was heading back to his home in Novi. He had a lovely condo. You, like and you were he, hanging out in the same place, and, and love, that's why you came condo. home. Or you, wait, no, wait, I mean I'm Ubering. You, so you're, oh, you were driving. Uh, you picked, yeah, I got it. Oh. yeah. I picked this is random chance. I was his Uber driver. Obi so. Trice was hitchhiking. And by the way, Obi Trice. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I was driving a shitty Honda Accord, so he didn't get like Uber Black or the Uber SUV. He went for the He's very simple Uber X. A working very, class hero is something to be. He was on his way. He was going down to Tennessee to visit his daughter in college. I mean, this is the most boring shit you would think to hear from a rapper. Obi Trice has a daughter in college. I know. I know. He told me all. But he didn't tell me anything about him or who he was for the first 20 minutes. He was like fucking with me. He was kind of drunk. And he's like, go to this gas station here, man. And uh, all right, I went to the gas station. He got some shit. And he was taking forever. I'm like, God, this guy sucks. He's killing me. And eventually he starts like playing this game with me. He's like, you don't know who I am? I'm like, no, I don't know who you are, dude. He's like, really? He like couldn't believe it. He was like stunned. I'm like, oh I'm like dude, I, I don't know. I don't know you. Uh, are you someone I should know? And he's like, uh, hey, why don't you play this song? So he has me start playing songs. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding. He takes the phone. He's so he's playing the song, not me. But he starts playing these songs. He's like, you ever heard this? I'm like, nope. And he's like, he's like, well, you, you wouldn't hear this. You wouldn't hear this because this is unreleased. And I was like, whoa. Okay. So are you like some underground rapper or artist or? And eventually, he starts playing this game long enough where I figure out, and he reveals that he is Obi Trice. And I'm like, oh, well, I've heard <laughs> of you, sir. How long was this drive? It was a, it was a long ass. Like the gas station was like a 20 minute break. He was really pissing me <laughs> off. You don't make any money when you're stuck at a gas station. It's not like a taxi where it's running. It's just it turns into nothing. So I was kind of oh, frustrated. Oh, he's a De he was born in Detroit. I didn't know that. Was he? Well. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, you know, the place he lived at was very, very posh, very classy Novi in a nice big ass condo over there. So he's, he was living well. This was, you know, 2017. Things may have changed. I don't know. But. And in the middle of the ride, you were like, Obi, how are you enjoying the backseat of my 06 Camry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loved it. No doubt about it. We had a good time, though. And he was a reasonable human being. So thank you, Obi Trice. If you're did out there tip? and you ever hear this. Uh, did he tip? Uh, I he did. He I don't did. remember a tip. Uh, I'm sure he probably did, but no guarantees. 
A lot of people don't tip an Uber. At least they didn't. It was a common well, practice Uber, not to. Uber was, uh, I think, originally you couldn't tip, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the first Ubers I ever took was with, like, true. with you, Luke, back when we yeah. went down. Remember, we took the. It was your birthday, I believe. We went down to. Gadget um, Cafe. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and no kidding. Right we here. got a we got a Uber from, SUV yeah, from Oak Park. Yeah, down to Gadget Cafe from Saratoga exactly, down there. Exactly the same commute right now would be from me to you. Yes, and I accidentally got an Uber SUV, which I didn't know because it was 2014, and it was earlier Uber days, and it was really yes. expensive. And I was like, ah, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it would be this expensive. They actually gave me the credit back. That was nice of them. It was like 65 bucks or something to go. It was like, 80. It was in the 80s. Oh, it was 80. I should go yeah. five miles. Yeah, it was bogus. <laughs> so, like, anyways. But yeah, right, at that time that you couldn't tip them, and they made a point of that too. I was like, oh, okay, well, that seems weird. Yep. Luke, what's your what's your celebrity uh, running? I know you've had some publishing runs. Uh, I've had. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking the other day. I was like, oh, it, damn it. Uh, there is there is a celebrity I saw that was like, okay, that's the best celebrity setting I'm gonna have. Can't think of that one right now. I did see Keanu Reeves in Ooh. Central Park. On my way to a softball game, he walks I'm, by. I'm into Dude, Keanu. it's way taller than you think. Like, or or maybe just like six four is just J- Johnny tall Ohio. Me. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Ohio. Utah. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah played at Ohio State. He Johnny did. Utah. That's <laughs> blew up his knee in the Rose Bowl against SC. That's a fucking awesome movie, by the way. Yes, point it break? is. Point break. I love point break. Yes, we should do we should do Bigelow movies one day. When I lived in Cincinnati and I worked overnights at the uh, TV station, I would wake up every morning, or I I wouldn't wake up, I'd end my night at 10 in the morning, and I would uh, have Burger King breakfast, and I would watch Point Break and fall asleep. I did that for like six weeks straight. It was great. I think it's on What year was this? That was 2004 when I lived in Cincinnati. That's how I would end my day. You want to gain a lot of weight real quick, eat Burger King breakfast right before you go to bed. (laughs) I thought you were going to say live in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Good town Before you go to bed, they had the best. They had the best uh, hash rounds, though. They were the ha- those hash rounds were really good. I gotta say, Burger King, nice job back in the day. So. Uh, I I still think that Burger King has the best uh, breakfast sandwich. It's just never done right anymore. But like, if it's done fresh and good, it's they got the croissant. Yeah, their croissant sandwich. Yep. yep, bacon, egg, and cheese, or bake their ham, egg, and cheese. Holy shit on a croissant! Oh yeah, so you so cannot you saw, beat that. When you saw Keanu, was it sad Keanu? On a park bench? No, he looked. Uh, no, no, not sad. Strutting, no. strutting through the like, strutting right through Central Park like it wasn't even there. That's tell lovely. Mary Anna, she's gonna Lo- love it. Looking good. Lo- it was oh, looking yeah. good too. He was uh, he John was cool. Wick himself. Uh, I like, you know, did a nod. He did a nod back. That was nice of him. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm his uh, video guy. game really flopped though. It didn't go very well with the uh, release oh, yeah, of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So, excuse me, what 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 are you talking about? There's a video, a video game, game called Cyberpunk 2077. Why is it not? Why is it not just called Johnny Mnemonic and then just make a Johnny Mnemonic <clears> game? Because that I, movie's fucking awesome. I don't know. I, I didn't. You know, <laughs> they, they didn't ask I, me I to do love, that. I just love how that that drum roll invalidates everything that was said. <laughs> I, was like, I was canceling what you just said. <laughs> Look, it was it was he he went through like the effort of being like the side character. So the guy you control in the game. You're with Keanu, that this guy who's like your partner, but you don't actually control him. I don't believe, but he went through the process, and the big marketing point was, "Hey, Keanu Reeves is in this game," but it ended up being a big flop because of the release. There was a lot of problems. So that's all I know. But. Uh, so there's nothing to do with Keanu. 
No, no, no. It's not his fault. He can do no wrong. I think everyone knows that. He has his own subreddit dedicated to how awesome he is. So. <laughs> what about local celebrities besides... Uh... Hmm. Besides, uh, oh, I saw uh, we saw Bill Bonds at the casino. Michael, yeah, I, got, I got a Bill Bonds story too. I want to, I want to hear yours. Ours, um, ours was not exciting. We just saw him. He was uh, definitely playing craps and uh, was just guzzling fucking uh, guzzler cranberries. No, yeah. no, no, no. He was, he, you know, Bill Bonds's drink like full butter, butterscotch <clears throat> and crown royal butterscotch. <sighs> and crown royal that was that's the bill bonds oh that's like, like that's 20 like of those and you're cruising aunt, with oh, billy that's, that's like aunt jemima and simple syrup yeah i mean bill awful. bonds did crash his car drunk driving it into someone's home while he was the head anchor the way you said into somebody's home was like he he drove the car nicely into the living room and then but he did his car like drove into this person's home i worked for don shane at channel seven so i knew don shane oh. pretty well but bill was yeah. gone by then so i i served uh craft beers to both guy gordon and devin skillion at green dot stables oh, skillion i just saw shit. skillion uh he was at i was getting beer at the village wine shop Jefferson and just I don't know, mm-hmm. just yeah, inside no, the, of Gross no. Point there, and oh, yeah. uh, masked, masked. I could still say that's Skillion right there. He's getting some booze. Uh, Skillion's by hard liquor. Uh, eh, he seemed like an okay guy. I could tell right away. Also, I've heard bad things. Think. A lot really? of bad things, but yeah, yeah, that's just really? what I've heard. Yeah, it's really? Bond it doesn't mean it's true, and we can't validate it. So I uh, will stand down. I'm a Frank Turner guy, though, so I was always Frank a Frank Turner, Turner guy. And uh, Frank Turner liked to party. Yeah. He had, remember, <laughs> remember when he had to resign and he did, like, his yeah. farewell on the TV? I actually, I just remembered oh, – this was weird, too. I uh, what, I was managing the, the restaurant, the Gem Theater, back when they had a restaurant, Ooh. and I remember Chuck Gatica coming in with, like, 40 pounds of face makeup on. Ew. It was really <laughs> surreal. He had like, I mean, he was caked. It was really <laughs> and not and and also, you know, it's funny that question. I was like, oh, I haven't met any celebrities, and not that those guys are celebrities, Local but I do, celebrities. I do remember, <laughs> I, I do remember going. I don't think I don't know if you were there, Matt, but uh, Benicio del Toro showed up at like a friend's house party. Whoa! And. <laughs> Yeah. Woodbridge? Yeah, at uh I don't know if I want to say the person's name. Nope. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You remember doesn't uh, matter. you remember Anna Springer, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anna Springer had a party and like apparently like I don't know who started who was texting, but someone was like fucking Benicio del Toro and Matthew Almeric. What? <laughs> The French actor, yeah, you know this guy? yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I only I only knew him at the time from Diving Bell and the Butterfly, but oh, yeah. but uh, Matthew Almeric was like I don't know, fucking playing beer pong and being super sociable, and Benicio del Toro was just looking so fucking badass and intimidating and unapproachable, like in the corner. Yeah, yeah. and I was so fucking like uh, <laughs> your opinion, man. No, that's fucking fact. Oh, really? 
Yeah. No, 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 no. And everyone was so reverent of his presence that, like, oh, no, no one even like spoke to him. It was wow. just like, yeah, it was really wild. None of us. And maybe, terrified. I don't know. Maybe that kind of gets at the heart of what is cool about Detroit. Like, no one really gets too fucking miffed about that shit. No one like bought. You know, if he was in, uh, you know. Miami or some shit, people just go up to him like they right. knew him. They were above him or something. Like what up, uh, fucking you quoting, quoting uh, fear and loathing lines or some dumb shit. Oh, I would like to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone, re- everyone respected him. We kind of just let oh. his 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 glow sort of wash over the party. <laughs> I would hope yeah. if well, anybody walked up to him too. that they would. I would hope if anybody walked up to him, he would just say, "What do you got shit in your and tell him to fuck off. I would love that. I, I did have a missed. I did have a missed celebrity. Uh, oh, a misconnection. Uh, meet up. Yeah, I have a misconnection. <laughs> I have a real misconnection story. Oh, oh, okay, really I'll wait. I'll wait. Really, go ahead. Really bummed me out. Really bummed me out too because uh, I played softball, as you know, for years in New York in uh, Hexer Fields, which is the south end of Central Park. And yeah, we played catch there a few times. That was yep, fun. yep. And I. I was always a lock for every single game, but uh, we had a vacation planned over that weekend. Came back so the you're following blaming weekend. Kristen. You're blaming Kristen. No, no, <laughs> nope, nope. I don't even. I'm not even sure who I was with at the time. How about that? Uh, I don't know how many years ago this was, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back and the and they were like, yeah, last Wrong. week uh, Tony Danza came down and pitched for us. Story. Yeah, I've heard this. I'm a Danza okay. guy. Tony Danza, they like pitched, like pitched for the team for the whole game. That is amazing. That what is was so the ERA? What was the ERA coming? Who's the boss? Are you kidding? That would have yeah. been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember in the Who's the Boss uh, intro with the theme song? He slides into home plate. It's so yeah, cool. So he yeah, loved that, the game. Like that. That's totally a big. That's a big plot point in Who's the Boss is he's he's playing former rec, baseball player, Rex Softlit Ball. It, you know, well, he's a former minor it, leaguer, right? Did he yeah, play in the majors? Doesn't mean anything. No, he he was a former minor minor leaguer. leaguer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just double checking. But I, Tony Danza is a cool. You know, hey, yo, uh, Angela, no, he's, Mona. He's, we need some super, Tony Danza drop. Super nice guy. He just yeah. happened to be like walking by or whatever, and like wanted to get in the game. That's he was pretty cool. good in Don John. I hadn't seen him in a long time. He showed up in. Uh, oh, that's right. He was great in Don John. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, movie a about porno beatoffs. Oh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's about a it's about a young buck. He's got an addiction to pornography. Yeah, and he finds himself again through an older woman in a natural way. But there I did. Have no, a- there can be no judgment unless you've grown up in a world where smartphones are ubiquitous and there's an internet with pornography on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I did have a real misconnection, Scott. It's funny you mentioned that. With I a celebrity? Actually, no, with but in the Craigslist misconnection, somebody wrote a misconnection about me, and my friend found it, and he sent it to me, and it was totally about me. I couldn't believe it. I was, I, I was blown away. This happened in 2011. <laughs> he texted Hold on. me. Yes, he texted me one night. He's like, "Dude, is this you?" And it was this girl. <laughs> okay, I went down. My brother got married in 2011 in Savannah, and. After the wedding, it was a dry wedding, so it wasn't like a big party wedding, you know? So I met up with a couple friends of ours, and we went on the town, Savannah. It was our last night down there, and we went crazy, and got blown out, and I met this girl, and I ended up going back to her place, and we had a lovely time. She was from Indianapolis. She loved the Colts and Peyton Manning. It was weird. I don't know why. I remember that. 
and uh, apparently I talked about explosions in the sky a lot because <laughs> after, and she gave me her number. Where, so went, where were the, were the explosions in the sky? Uh, yeah, well, you know, we definitely we didn't have sex, but we made some passionate, heated exchanges. You don't, um, you don't need to have sex to have an explosion. It's true. You're right. But like, you know, I, the thing about it was is that, you know, I, I just was like, all right, well, she was really cool, but we were, I was going back to Michigan, and I'm like, this isn't going to work probably, but. Uh, she's all the three, way across the Midwest. Yeah, she's, she's all the way down in Georgia. And three days later, this misconnection shows up on Craigslist in the misconnection set, and it says, "Hey, Mike, I don't know if you're out there. You loved explosions in the sky, and we had a great time together, and yada yada yada." And my friend sent this to me, and it was totally her. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wow, a misconnection that I didn't contact her though. I just let her go." So. Why not? I don't know. Um, you know, I was in... Uh, you need to go on the internet archive and see if her phone number is still the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, I actually, okay, I actually did contact her, but six months later, and by then she had a boyfriend, and he's like, don't fucking contact this number again. So that did happen, yeah. So. Yeah. There was a lot of good laughs about that. But I know... <laughs> But at the time, I was I was really like in super shape, and I was like really sexy and hot. So I thought I was above her, and yeah, it was I was an asshole. I was a total prick about it. So. Oh, like, I could man. do better than that. So. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to reprise that and be like, let's let's hang, let's make out and listen to Mogwai tonight or something. Like that. <laughs> We got well, you know what? In November will be the tenth anniversary of it, so maybe I'll go back down there in November if I got a COVID vaccine and see if I can find her. So. <laughs> I'm sure my girlfriend now would love that. So. Yeah, exactly. I think just kidding, Leanne. I love you. Yeah, just for anthropological purposes. Right? Yeah, Leanne. <laughs> this is just a business. Don't worry about it. So it's research for the pod. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like I'll be fucked. So I'm not gonna do that. But. At any rate, you know, that, that really happened. I never thought I'd be a part of a misconnection. I used to read those all the time. And I'm like, who are these people? Hey, I saw you in a grocery store, and you were so beautiful, and you were holding that cucumber. You know, like weird shit. They, people write even, these things all day. The, 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 odds, the odds that this came back to you. I know. Are fucking, first of all, insane. Pretty wild. But it's, it's even better that you never contacted her. I know. My friend my friend's a big Craigslist guy. He finds judge it. Of character. She's yeah. a very bad judge of everything. Well we she still... thought you were gonna respond. Yeah. Well we had a really that good time together. Mistake. The problem was I had met a girl earlier that night who was I thought at the time like she was better. really hot. And I was like, I was, I had her number, so I was focusing on her, and I settled for, you know, that's. I'm just, I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying this is how my thoughts were at the time, and I was snobby, and I was full of myself. So chances of one in a million. This, this, this little note in a bottle. I know. Finds you, right. finds you on, finds you on your lonely little island. Only my loser friend who and scours Craigslist on that would have found it. So. I think, I think the odds are, I think the odds are actually better than one in a million. I, I would be lying if I said I didn't post. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember, but over under is one and a half. It was either one or two. Really? It was, yeah. I just just for the juice of it, just like to see, just to see like it was probably the same time. It was like 2011 or were these uh, or something. And were these were these missed encounters at the Schwitz? I didn't have my glasses on. (laughs) You were very hairy. You asked Uh, asked to borrow my towel. 
I feel like it's like in 2010, that was certainly not a reliable like uh, conduit through which to try to connect to people. But no, but you got to do it. What, are you, you talking about the Schmitz or misconnections? Schmitz <laughs> <laughs> in 2010. No, it was, I think maybe. it was just, you know, I think it was it was probably posted at 418 a.m. after like drinking 47 drink that marble bar or whatever the fuck you know yeah the eagle back then <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> never had the pleasure but yeah it was definitely it was the kind of place where shit like christy get down on your knees so sabrina can see your asshole that's what you're looking for on craigslist that kind dorcia? of shit, so. dorcia <laughs> No, not reservation Dorcia. Just the, the personals. I mean, they got rid of the Craigslist personals because they caused so many problems. That's how crazy it was. I'm I'm on the verge of tears by the time we arrive at a spot. <laughs> and I'm fairly certain we won't have a good table. But we do. And relief washes over me in an awesome wave. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. You drinking yep. a blue ribbon there? Someone's drinking a blue oh, ribbon. Medella, Medella, that's right. I thought about it though. I, I did think about the the filthy thirty of blue. Thought you thought about buying an award winning beer. When yeah. Sports came out in '83. <laughs> I think that really came into their own, commercially and artistically. True, true facts. True facts. That's true. <laughs> oh man. Do you like I gotta Phil say, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> oh, have you guys heard about the Phil Collins divorce? And oh, I know that his daughter Lily is a lovely woman. I know she's that she's a beautiful young lady. She is quite. In, a, in, yeah. in a, in Apparently, very... he smells very bad. Yeah, yeah, that's the, oh. that was the funny detail. She was in a movie I watched last week, the uh, Warren Beatty Howard Hughes movie that came out that nobody cared about four years ago. So. Wait, Warren Beatty Born directed by Warren Beatty, probably written and directed and yeah. partially co-starring Warren Beatty as Howard Hughes. They're like all 80 I heard, years old. All I heard was it was just fucking terrible and i was like all right i guess i don't need to even ever watch this i'm a sucker for I'm howard like, hughes brain, anytime i admit sucks. it i'm not proud of it i'm not proud of my howard hughes obsession but if there's any like a, anybody who does a movie about him i'll watch it so i watched it but Lily yeah, Collins, was it good it was okay it wasn't terrible it was okay it wasn't like a nightmare so. yeah now things have to be amazing now for me to watch them that's fine I watched that DB Cooper. I wish I could listen to you about that DB Cooper doc, dude. Down, I don't even sit down until uh, I know there's an amazing piece of entertainment. You should have notified me about the DB Cooper doc because that was a waste of my time. You're right. That was fucking awful. It It was pissed me off because it was uh, set up so well, and enough time has passed, and there's a lot of there's if you watch all these like random documentaries on YouTube or whatever and piece them together, you would get a better documentary. You would, and they they use so many talking head <laughs> talking head interviews, and oh yeah, and then and then in the end, it's it's not even like well researched. It just it feels so fuck. It feels so last minute. I hated it. I was super pissed off about it. <laughs> is this the Popple Va? <laughs> oh no, is that Eyes Wide Shut? I said I'd just rather beat off to Eyes Wide Shut than watch that documentary. That's oh yeah, point, so. you know Eyes Wide Shut. There's definitely plenty of material. Lily Sobieski, <laughs> she used to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lo- uh, she was yeah, a big deal was, back then. That was a thing. How about Nicole Kidman? <laughs> How about Nicole Kidman thing. in that movie? I mean, oh, I see. Look, I people know me. I uh, I've had a preference for a certain type of woman, but Nicole Kidman, <laughs> she went out of my comfort zone there, and I approved. She is gorgeous. She's tall as hell. I mean, she's so tall, but man. I'm not wait, a leg wait. guy. I think leg people are weird. 
it, but, uh, the type of woman you're Hey, don't talk about a, me that way. Hey, yeah, I'm, yeah, not a, yeah, I'm sorry. Woman or what? sorry. I mean, what, yeah. <laughs> what I don't like type? people I know are men, basically. So yeah, I, I like a woman with you know. Meaning, yeah, meeting anyone that seems to fit the description. They're all basically men. Just yeah, tall Nicole men. Kidman's a beanpole, but she's not a beanpole. She's a very lovely woman. So good for her. Sure. She's probably like too. five four, Fine right? Actress. She's probably like five four. That still makes she's, her taller than Tom. No Cruise. way. How tall is Tom Cruise? I don't know. Five, He's like five five. Two. <laughs> yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. See, you know, Matt, he's got Matt, platforms on. Matt is encouraging the wrong, uh, the wrong. He's uh, being a little hard. I think he's, he's five five. Man. He's a little man. He's a he's little below man. average. He's five seven according <laughs> to the internet. Five seven, 170 pounds. That's what Google okay. says. So. Okay, so five, Nicole seven. Kidman definitely is taller than that. Nicole yeah, Kidman, she's five eleven. Nicole Easy. Kidman, though. I mean, I don't. I haven't thought about this until this exact moment. She might utter in eyes wide shut. She might speak the best closing line of a movie ever. What is it? Now I can't even remember what the closing line of the movie is. They, you know, they're they talking. They come together. They come talking. together and they're talking and having yeah. a moment. And he's like, well, Tom Cruise is like, well, what should we do now? And then there's a pause and Nicole Kidman just says, fuck. <laughs> That's right. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Fuck is the last line of Eyes Wide Shut. Huh. She's a great black. actress. So I find she's a very she's awesome in To Die For. I, I really like her work. Oh yeah, she was really good. She was good in the others. She was good in. Um, she's had a great career. She was good in that uh, the Undoing. Even though I hate, I kind of hated it. She's having her research now it. too because she's got the, all these HBO shows. You know, she did Little Big uh, Little Big little, Lies, Big Little Lies. Little, Big, Big Little, little Lies, yeah, and then yeah. the sequel of it, and then there's another thing she does on there. She's in your face. She has an HBO deal, clearly. Oh yes, yes, yeah. very clear. But that's okay. I'd rather see. I hope Eyes Wide Shuts on HBO Max. That's my. I'm throwing that out there now. I'd like. To, <laughs> that was a good face, Scott. <laughs> are you are you guys Kubrick guys? Yeah, who For is sure, it? Yeah. If you like movies and you're like cerebral at all, you got to be a Kubrick guy. I yeah, think I think that's I think that's What's your totally favorite. Fair. I well, I have to watch what I think my favorite Kubrick movie is because I've Barry Lyndon. Barry Lyndon. Barry mine. Lyndon. Oh, I was right. Wow. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's what you yeah, say too. You have Lord to Bullingdon. Lord Bullingdon. Oh. <laughs> I've only <laughs> seen it once, and it's and it's it's outside of what is normally my cup of tea, but I <laughs> love that movie. Ryan O'Neill, man. Oh my god! Yeah, I have to watch. I'm gonna put that on the short list. Actually, I'm gonna cue that up soon. I used to have a double VHS. It was on two VHS tapes. That's yeah. how long the movie was. I had okay. the uh, double box copy. That movie uses only natural lighting. There is no artificial lighting in that movie. Oh yeah, wow. and they have the they have an entire like, an entire sequence all entirely lit by candles. And it's like using a NASA like camera. Just massive <laughs> candelabras. Yeah, they're just these huge candelabras. Was that the showdown, like in that like dirt floor jail cell or whatever toward the end? No, the scene I'm thinking of specifically is actually like a poker scene where he sees yeah. like gambling. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, insane. Uh, if you guys, if you guys like, uh, like Kubrick, if you guys seen uh any you know robert altman films like sure know, california Nashville split or 
California Split. No shit. Love California Split. Yeah. Masterpiece. Uh, McCabe and Mrs. Miller. That was the one I was thinking of, though. I gotta see that one still. I never seen it. I am it. painfully uh, unversed in. I watched. Uh, I watched all three oh, hours of short shortcuts. Like you. really drunk one time. <laughs> I, I, I love you? shortcuts. I love Raymond Carver. So yeah. I, oh, I dude. Love so I, I feel like uh, yeah, I envy you. But also, you know, since I have such <laughs> I fucking terrible, since I have such a terrible fucking memory, anyways. Every time I watch anything, it's like I'm watching it for the first fucking time. Dude, so, that's how I feel about books I reread. Or I will, I yes, see. yeah, it's, totally. Uh, so I need to start getting back into it too. But there, there's a great, great movie. It's a, it's a frontier western with uh, Warren Beatty Ooh. and Altman? Uh, Altman. Robert Altman. Yep. It's called McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Oh yeah. And uh, it has uh, Judy. Um, Judy Dench. Judy nope. Disguise? Nope. Julie, uh, Julie Christie, I think. Oh, yeah. Warren Beatty and Julie Christie had a passionate... <laughs> Judy Dench. <laughs> yeah, Judy Dench. Dame <laughs> Judy. It's a, a, young, a, young, a young Judy Dench. And, uh, Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Very, very <laughs> fetching. <laughs> Warren Beatty. Yeah, Warren Beatty and Julie Christie had yeah, shampoo. I love shampoo. They were oh, that's movie, right. So. Yeah, they did that too. Shampoo so, basically the same. Yeah. Shampoo was the same. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, Gary uh, Fisher's uh, great. But there's also there's a there's a ton of that, ton of that like, so like Stan Kubrick called up, uh, called up Robert Altman and was like, "How the hell did you get that shot?" You know, and he was like literally talking about like a, a shot where uh, Warren Beatty strikes a match like off in the distance, like in the dusk, you know, the foggy dusk, and so they that actually that movie actually caused Kubrick to call. Uh, to to actually call Robert Altman directly to ask him about that shot. He said the conversation lasted like two minutes. Really? That's pretty cool. Yeah, which is hilarious. Cool. You get called by Stanley Kubrick and all he wants to know is how you lit that shot. Of course. What else would he want to know? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. I got to think. No, everything, all, everything Altman does is basically amazing. So I, I got to see Nashville because I just love music. That's fantastic. Stuff. Yeah. I've never seen uh, Gosford Park. Never saw Gosford Park. Brilliant. It's fantastic. It's another one. Is Wait, is Gosford Park the uh, Josh Hartnett movie? Or mm, is that a different he park? Might be, he might be a uh, servant. Do you remember? Oh, the Gosford Park is like the old Victorian movie? Uh, basically, it's, it's like uh, early 20th century, you know, House, house of Lords type, type thing. I, I don't know. I can't even remember what the... the the Lords of the house were, I, I can't remember if they were like British or if it was American or oh. whatever, but it, it was, it's brilliant. And it's all about like class relations and all that. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he uses so many people in all of his ensemble, like, you know, casts, uh, there, there's a, def- there's a fundamental like solidarity that's always present in his movies mm-hmm. and always, always makes it, you know, no matter what the fucking subject matter is, it just like spirals in all sorts of different directions. Nice. I yeah, have not seen that in forever, but I would love to rewatch that. Together forever in heaven. <laughs> Should we end the show? Is that it? Well, I, think yeah, that's I, think enough. I think we're good. Yeah. That's it. It's over. I want to know. Let's, let's talk about Capitol oh. Hill. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? I'll, I'll just say. Good one. I feel, I feel way better. 
I feel way better. I do. Yeah, I feel like I had. A, I feel like I had a release. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Right. You know what that? You know what that reminds me of? Scott, that reminds me of uh, that Father John Misty on David Letterman. Uh, uh, born in the USA. Yeah, where where oh. the laughter track kicks in, and it's like. <laughs> no, where oh man, when you when it's revealed that this no one <laughs> that, no one's that, gonna watch the shit. Yeah, the when it's sleight revealed, of hand. When it's revealed that it's a player piano, I almost when I first saw that I almost took a shit in my pants. And then he and then he kind of does this. He like yeah yeah. Um. <laughs> that was when he was. That's when his brand of like swag and arrogance was just sky high at peaking. And yeah, now it's a little now it's a little bloated, but yeah, he was he was fucking cruising during that period. He was I like his music a lot. I, I mean obviously too. Fleet Foxes speaks for itself and then his solo yeah. work was just as good initially. Oh, yeah. oh he's yeah, he's absolutely he's absolutely great. I just think um he he's sort of like uh my opinion of what I don't know, this is just what came to mind, like I think Wes Anderson's become a parody of himself. I think <laughs> I, I think Father John Misty has become a parody of himself. Where Father John Misty is like doing Father John Misty music, and yeah. you're like, <laughs> he has he wants to though. He wants to be un. I think he wants to destroy himself in a sense. Maybe I do. Oh, I, I mean, really that's know. what that latest album is about: fucking killing yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mean, you know, Wes Anderson's last full. Full link feature link was good. I really loved Grand Budapest. I still love what he does. Was that his last feature? That was really good. I believe. I didn't so. see that one. I, I think he might have done a cartoon or something. I, th- I think Moonrise, I'm talking Moonrise was after. Moonrise yeah. was before Budapest. Oh, really? Yeah, it was 2012. I believe. Maybe that's why I didn't. Am see I out to it? lunch? I saw that movie and I was like disgusted by Wes Anderson after seeing. Uh, <laughs> what? Isn't he after oh, seeing Moonrise? Moonrise. After seeing Moonrise, yeah. Isn't he working? It's a, it's a child porn, that movie. Oh, yeah. Moonrise was 12 and Grand Budapest was 14. Yep. I was correct on that. Pretty good with dates, guys. So, you know. But as we wrap up the show, uh, this is one of my favorite John Misty songs right here. I'm going to play on the outro. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a hilarious song. But uh, yeah. If yeah, you see it. a flaming sword in your dreams at night and feel inspired to assign me up to the front line, we'll give the order. You'll storm the border without me. Anyways, yeah, that's it for the show, guys. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Next week, what are we doing? Who knows? We never know what we're doing, right? Anything could happen. happen, That's right. Uh, We wish you all the best. If you listen to our show, we hope you survive today. And uh, there's still a democracy that is in progress, believe it or not. So life will go forward and uh, good times are ahead. Thanks for listening. Bye, Felicia.